0: Hi, my name is Horst, I'm an engineer, and in Stuttgart I work for Daimler Benz. And I can proudly announce this punk talk for bad mongos. Rock on! Turbo Jugend Radio Hello everybody and welcome to the brand new Turbojugend Radio podcast. Turbojugend Radio will be brought to you every four weeks from the so, so nice city of Cologne in Germany. By yours truly, Trebesta from Turbojugend Sögerknaben Wien. On this episode of um, Turbojugend Radio, we will be talking to Al from um, Turbojugend L.A., ...who's gonna be uh, updating us on the recent US tour of our favorite band, Tribu Negro. Apart from that, we will have the chance to get some information on a brand new Tribu Negro um, tribute album... ...called The Omega Motherfuckers. And we will be having a uh, quite long but interesting discussion on the topic of Tribu Jugend and Nazis. This episode will have some sort of US center to it, so we will be talking to a few Americans... But apart from that, we're planning on having news from all over the planet. So I would suggest for now grab your, grab a chair, grab a beer and open up your ears and your body and maybe your soul through Turbo Jugend radio. the forum that punk talk and gossip. First Turbojugend discussion forum. In a radio show, the topic is going to be Turkestan and Nazis, and uh, why we are bringing this topic up uh, um, for obvious reasons. Turbigan has forever uh, distinguished themselves from uh, from uh, any right-wing or Nazi uh, behavior or or, or or signs or symbols. Um, we all know that. Um, Euroboy uh, is using an or has been using and still is using an SS hat with a on on stage, which kind of can can be related to a uh, artsy uh, uh, background or artsy behavior. Um, but as the years are passing, um, Turbo Gigant has for um, has always kind of uh, tried to get the symbols involved as well, using the Iron Cross as a heavy metal sign. And, uh, as far as I can remember, I was in a, at a concert in Munich, uh, f- eight years ago, I think, with my f- former and the first president of Turbojugend, Sven wien And the, um, Münster was there at the concert, and they all wore Iron Cross patches. And he was obviously drunk, as we usually are. And, uh, he got really pissed about the, uh, the right, uh, uh, or the Iron Cross, because he thought they were Turbjugend Nazis. The whole evening ended up with this now now wife. They are separating on this evening, shouting at each other because of a, a discussion why your uh, iron crosses are right or not right with Tobi Um But discussion this uh, discussion has been uh, going on forever. And uh, joining me uh, on this episode of Tobi the Radio on the Nazi discussion is uh, Mickey Six from Tobi Juggend Salzburg. Um, and um, uh, Mr. Ramsauer, uh, who's joining us from San Diego, California, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, Turbojugend ambassador, um, member of Jugendvote, and uh, also uh, uh, tour manager for Turbo Negro at times.
2: Okay. Hello, Hello Mickey, Turbo Jugend Salzburg, president, and uh, I'm doing the little radio show Turbo Radio.
0: Uh, I think it was basically an idea in the back of our minds to have a military approach and having a gay attitude Attached to it. I mean, if you think about old Turbo Negro songs, they used the uh, Überman, you probably heard of this song, Übermensch.
1: Übermensch, yeah. U- Übermensch
0: yeah. is a, I think it's a term, as far as I can remember, which was uh, often used not only by by the regime, but, but by uh, Nietzsche back in the days, so the philosopher Nietzsche, who, right. uh, he, who was clearly talking about the so-called Herrnrasse, which is, mm? the, it's the, it's the, it's a new breed, or deep breed, or the human breed, the best human breed, or What actually a thing um, Hitler tried to, to imitate, Im- imitate himself. So, Trubhiggend was a Jürgen Negro in the beginning, and uh, it sort of faded away in the last years, but in the beginning they had a, a clear, I think a clear attitude towards um, um, being a, somehow conformistic, a conformistic boy or man group with uniform-related issues. But it, uh, as far as I know, uh, Turbo-Jugend has, or uh, turbo and Jürgen, they have never clearly made, uh, made it or posted that they were like to resemble anything close to being uh, hitler Or do you have any other information on that?
1: Uh, no, no. There was never any kind of uh, manifesto put out there except for just the warning on the, on the Turbo-Jugend page that said, you know, we don't tolerate any right-wing behavior or any fascism or anything like that. Um, but I don't think they the ideology behind it was never was never clearly discussed. I mean this and back in, in those days we didn't have social media like we do now. Um, so I think that uh, and I mean just the band's name itself, Turbo Negro, is is controversial. You know, I mean I've I think anybody, at least here in America, uh who's worn a cut, uh has, has had Someone come up to them and go, "What? What is that? What, why is it say Turbo Negro'? Are you a racist?" You know, and we've been accused of racism and all that kind of thing. Uh, um,
0: Mickey, have you um, uh, since you live in Salzburg? And we were talking about this before the show. Um, um, Salzburg, I, as far as I know, Salzburg people from Salzburg they they tend to be kind of conservative. So have, yes. you, been, have you been approached uh, because you've done a, you've done a lot of artwork and posters? Have you had any experiences with uh, people walking up to you and referring to you as a Nazi?
2: Yes. Uh, actually, the, uh, when we did the Turbo Negra concert, where we put out a poster where uh, the, the singer is nearly in a uniform style, but you can't see any real imagery, just use the leather head and, and the, um, the wings of the Reichs eagle. Uh, but it's only just like uh, a piece of art. It's, it's not, nothing Nazi on it, really. And she's uh, holding Hank, who is dead, in her, in her arms. And then uh, the anti-fascist groups over here uh, pulled down the, the posters and, and made stickers, uh, this is uh, Nazi propaganda, um, don't get fooled, and things like that. And also a guy from uh, Befriended Jugend, from Turbo Jugend Braunau, which is uh, the, the birthplace of uh, Adolf Hitler, always uh, get uh, bashed up by, by anti-fascist group activists because they think they are actually Nazis, because they have Turbojugend and Braunau on their kutte because they are from there. And nobody understands them that they just uh, are a part of a fan club. Um, and so it's it's really um, um, interesting to see what other people outside of Turbojugend. Uh, already think we are, so that's why I'm very uh, uh, aware and and sensitive uh, using other imagery than there already is, because you have the name, you have uh, Turbo Jugend, and you can, um, if you uh, don't miss history classes, uh, associate uh, Hitler Jugend or things like that, and then you also have um, symbols uh, with, with the letter head which, which stands for homosexual and, and letter and SM activities but uh, people who don't know this, this part of subculture think it's like, like a military or strong powerful man um, and then you have the, the, the name Tobonegro as Joel uh, explained uh, and you always have to explain uh, already if you just have the plain with those symbols and those names uh, that you are no Nazi over here. And, uh, Turbo Negro, the name for itself, uh, as Happy Tom always said is, uh, nothing racist. It's, uh, vice versa because, uh, he says he, uh, they fought about a strong, uh, black male who is driving a very fast car and is a criminal in, uh, in Norway. Because that's what the people in Norway uh, are most fear of, the strong uh, criminal male Is that who, uh, he, he, who can drive <laughs> fast and, and do harm to other people. Uh, and that's uh, the weiss the word explaining of the name originally.
1: Yeah, so. and in the United States it's also very, uh, I mean, obviously the United States with this history of slavery and segregation and everything, even yeah. up until the late 1960s. The use of just the word "negro" is very, very politically incorrect. It's very yeah. look. It's looked upon as racist. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, the people people use African American or black; those are acceptable. But "negro" is not a word that's uh, that's allowed really here in in the states. So, but that being said, I've been president of, uh, of Brooklyn in New York City, uh, which is you know uh, predominantly black, and I've never had any problems once I explained it to people. I've had people ask me about it. And then I, and I actually have, you know, I have black numbers in my yugend. And, uh, and so it's, it's when people get, when they, when they understand it, you know, it's fine. I've never had anybody, I've never had any negative experience when, you know, because I've always been able to explain it. But at the same time, we are putting out there this image, which is kind of, I mean, the whole point of, of Turbo Negro is to be provocative, to be Aww. shock rock, to be punk rock, you know, to kind of, uh, flip off a middle finger to society. Uh, I mean, even the old, mm-hmm. you know, Hank used to to uh, have his radio show, the you know, one man, uh, was in nihilistic army or something, or one man. Um, anyway, so he's, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's one of those things where they're kind of meant to shock, just like Marilyn yeah. Manson or Alice Cooper or, it, or anything like that. If,
0: if you think back to Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols, he clearly wore a swastika T-shirt, which is not by no means <coughs> anything we should uh, uh, look to. But um, that's yeah, I, I'm. I'm um, Positive with that, and uh, that uh, um, it's, 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 it's a means of provocation. Uh, that's why, right. and I think we're but, all clear on that. But um, but at I the f- same
2: time, you have to put it in uh, in, uh, in in time where you could do this, and where Sid Vicious was from. He was mm-hmm. from England. He was no no German punk rocker. And in that time, uh, after the war, um, the 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 second generation after the war ended, people who who were born after the war and made complaints to their parents, why were you in the war, what happened in World War II, they used it as a provocation by rights because they um, made uh, amends uh, to their parents why they were involved in this, on which side and things like that. So there's more political meaning uh, using this. And if we now would uh, wear a swastika T-shirt, it would be uh, loosened from, from this connection and uh, on, and also uh, it's important for me that if an artist in the band, Stiviches in Sex Pistols or Euroboy or Happy Tom, is doing that, they put it in the context with artworks on 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 uh, on records, with uh, lyrics, with interviews, and if we as the fan club um, using such things we don't have the, the same possibilities to stand our ground and to explain. Because then maybe uh, parts of us, uh, um, people of outside, think, ooh, maybe that's, that's a Nazi gang. And, and then, you know, uh, when we do parties, we, we are drunk and do, do other strange things. And uh, <laughs> vandalism, <laughs> probably. Uh, and I, I think that that's, that's okay. But um, if, if people are anxious of us, because some of us are using imageries um, as a plus to that w- which we're already displaying with the code and, and, and the names and people ask us, then it's uh, really dangerous and we have to be aware that's, that uh, how we uh, are conceived um, outside of So That's uh, the main point yeah. for me. So, so where would you guys draw the line?
1: Well, I mean, I think there's there's um, another important thing that and actually kind of maybe even a, a bigger overarching issue is that the Turbo Jugend has grown exponentially in the last few years, especially with the explosion of Facebook and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, back when it was just Bored to Death Punk, uh, it was a very small community. But now that it's Facebook and the, the band is back together with a new singer, they're touring. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you've got a lot of new fans, and those fans are young fans, and I've found a lot of uh, the young and newer Turbo Yugen members are influenced uh, a lot by the biker gang side of it they like you know here in America there there's a lot there's you know a lot of, of biker gangs. it's the home of it's where biker motorcycle club started uh, and so these kids are watching shows like Sons of Anarchy and everything and they love Turbo Negro and they see an opportunity to get something that looks like a biker jacket and it's gonna make them look tough and so you know we've had issues here in the states and even in my own Ugand in Brooklyn, uh, with people putting one percenter patches or MC patches and things like that on there. And that's equally dangerous because, uh, there have been, there are stories from all over the, the states of Turby members who have been jumped by motorcycle clubs who have had their cuts taken away or kutas taken away from them. Uh, by motorcycle gang members at knife point and gun point um, you know it's so I think it, the important thing we need to do is is like you say you know where is that line and we need to make it very clear for everybody joining and as the Turbo continues to grow and flourish that we don't lose sight of what's okay and what's not okay
0: yeah but do you think there's a difference between um, trying because <clears throat> as I understand in Europe you have uh, especially in Germany and Austria or Switzerland, or at least German-speaking countries, but I would like to refer to Austrian-Germany because of the history. They seem to have a clear picture of it, and we, we get this all over. I mean, um, the German flag, I think the German, the, the nowadays, the, the regular German flag, it had, had its comeback after the World Cup, back a few years ago. Before that, it was kind of... Not bad, but you get a bad impression when seeing a, when when you see p- lots of people waving a German flag. So there's a historical background to that. Yeah. Um, so um, I think um, there is a huge difference between um, knowing and getting to you or or using or not using Nazi symbols within Germany and Austria compared to, to the states. Whereas on the opposite, if you if you were a tuber Negro shirt with emphasizing the Negro. Will right. not, you will not get many problems in, 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 in Germany or Austria due to the fact that there's simply not, not too many black people living here. So, and there's and also so the it's history, always, history. And, and mm-hmm. like, exactly, so it's always a matter of where are you and, and the context of the, of, of the history. And uh, what but the, the, the challenging factor, I think, is that nowadays, uh, due, to, due to social media and Facebook mostly mostly. Uh, you can post it. Obviously, you post something and the whole world sees it. So, if if a troblyugendliche if a, from the states posts <coughs> it, and I've had this, I've, I've seen troblyugendliche um, from the from uh, some big city in the U.S. posting uh, photographs with the, the Hitler the, the right the right arm up, mm. uh, on Facebook, and I wow. him, and I mailed him and told him that, and he okay, he took it down. But still, obviously. There was no understanding for what they uh, to, uh, wearing a kute in, in, in the States and posting it on, on Facebook where Germans look at it, what, this, what, what sort of consequences uh, this could have on, on German jubi
1: Right, and that's the thing to remember is that, you know, uh, the actions of one person, you know, any one uh, jubi League anywhere in the world can impact everybody worldwide. And so even though it may, in your town or, or where you live or in your chapter, you may be able to get away with wearing a Nazi symbol and it's not a big deal or something, uh, somebody could see that, uh, you know, in Germany or Austria and get very offended by it. And and it could be taken totally differently. And now next time those people see German or Austrian uh, Jugend out, you know, at, at shows or bars, there's going to be a problem. Exactly. And And so we want to, we need to mitigate that and be very, very conscious of, of, you know yes this is a punk rock thing yes it should be shocking and it's and it's funny and it's all in good taste and it's actually trying to make fun of the nazis but that not everyone is going to get that when they first look at you and Mm -hmm. you know there's gonna be a lot of explaining to do and depending on the extent to which you take that uh... you know it could have serious repercussions and cause a lot of harm uh... to to other people around the globe
0: exactly And and that's i think that's the main point I would like to conclude on that as as well. Uh, I think we all understand that Toby Jürgen has always wanted to provoke people and using a certain set of symbols, including the Iron Cross maybe. Um, People will like it or or accept it or not. But uh, I think the the main point is we really have to be over-cautious with uh, using Nazi symbols because we all know that Toby Jürgen and Negro, and we as persons, uh, we distance ourselves. Strictly against against any right wing issues, and this. But we have always keep our eyes open, and not us us being two ambassadors or Mickey here for Salzburg, but clearly on every um, occasion where two of you can meet, and 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 times are getting funky and everybody's getting drunk, to uh, prevent a certain image from being uh, transported toward other people.
2: Definitely, and I think and I think you can uh, also uh, draw a line Uh, if you use original symbols and, and putting in our symbols like the letter cap or something just on, on top of it uh, uh, but people who um, check the original symbol still then they think we we are um, making fun of this maybe but also maybe we, we take it serious uh, what you also can do is just use uh, the fonts uh, uh, like letters from this time, uh, like the the Gothic uh, um, uh, mm. writing or things like that, the, the colors black, red, white, which garage mm-hmm. bands often do, and uh, you also can use the the, the plain uh, iron cross thing, which is uh, um, I think in the in the motorcycle uh, history okay, and people know uh, that they are no Nazis. But yeah. what what you sh- don't do is. Uh, original uh things like the the Reich's, uh eagle with uh like uh, they put it on a glorious bastards uh, poster with the swastika and uh, even in germany or german speaking countries they took off the swastika on the on the dvd In the American version, you have the swastika still on it. That's uh, one one thing where you can see how uh, difficult it is uh, Mm. all over the world uh, to take care of those symbols. Even if it's a a film which is about history, in that case made up history because it didn't happen that way like it's in the film, but, uh, there are Nazis in the film and there are anti-fascists in the film. But I think uh, if you, if you, uh, f- try to, um, make a transition to something else where people who try to provoke, uh, can, can, uh, see, ah, okay, uh, they are a little bit like, um, um, using Things I, I know they want to provoke, but not the original things. Yeah, then, then it, it, it can work. And, ma- and
0: and making fun of it exactly
2: because yeah. nobody really wants
0: to be get you know, go out and have constantly uh, 50% of, of your time being out explaining why you are a good guy and not a bad guy. I think that's right. You should always get the even if you whatever wish you you are doing. You should always make sure people understand it that it, it, it's a joke about all the right wing issues and nothing and
1: else. It's, and it's always better to err on the side of of uh, prudence. You know what I mean? It's it's always going to be better to better to be safe than sorry. You know? And uh, as as the union grows and and uh, we get younger members and everything, and I think it's just very important to uh, to make everyone aware of the fact that. Even though it might not have any consequences for you or anyone you know that it could impact people all around the world and uh, and so to just you know be very careful and very aware of that and that uh, you know try and keep his, keep that out of the Jugend as much as as possible you know we already have exactly like you're saying we already have enough explaining to do uh, I wouldn't want somebody you know uh, coming over here visiting from Germany and or, and beating me up or you know getting into a fight because he uh, uh, somebody over where he's from, uh, you know, is, is, is wearing Nazi stuff. So exactly. uh, it's just uh, everyone, you know, especially as, as people get more and more interested in the band and in the Ugin, um, just, we really need to set a precedent that says, you know, we're already doing enough explaining <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, we're already getting enough grief from people. Um, so understand that your actions aren't just affecting you they're affecting literally thousands of Jugend members around the entire world
2: especially with uh social media
1: exactly. right
2: mm-hmm. yeah and so always it's uh, it's it's context in which you put it it because uh I tried to find a new logo for our radio show because first we only had a font uh, which said turbo radio and then i said um okay I, I want something which is maybe red and white and with with uh, like uh, imagery which is a little bit provoking and then i said okay uh, there's this uh, company uh, telefunken they're doing uh, tv sets and, and it's uh, radios old school, right? uh, yeah the old school logo of them with uh, like flashes on the side is looking like a little bit military and a little bit yeah but but it's not actually a, a Nazi symbol. It's a, it's from the time, the old logo f- of them. But it was a company who put it out radios, and so I can provoke with the logo because there are flashes and it's looking a little bit dangerous. But I didn't took uh, swastika or something like that or original logo from from that time, which uh, already has blood on 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 itself. And that's that's the main point. You can do things. But you have uh, to be aware uh, in which context you put it and, um, yeah, how you provoke. I think that's the, the main important thing that, that uh, you always can make clear afterwards. No, that's no Nazi symbol. I, I'm, I'm using colors and I'm loo- using uh, f- flashes maybe, but uh, there are no real Nazi symbols in that. Right, right.
0: All right, dudes. So um, yeah. I think our time is up for this uh, month's edition. I think we made a point clear, and um, we'd like to get back to, to you guys and hear from the Hugans worldwide uh, whatever they want to say. They can drop us in a, a message via Facebook or whatever way they want to. Um, thank you guys for um, being part of the show. Hope to see you next time, and uh, let's have a good afternoon.
1: Thank you, thank you. and party uh, on. Bye. Right on.
0: Turbo Jürgens update. Here we are with the Heven, who's uh, calling in from Los Angeles, and uh, we will be talking to to him about uh, the the new, uh, new album coming up, the um, Omega Motherfuckers, which is basically a tribute album to Turbo Negro, and this uh, uh, successor of the uh, famous um, Alpha Motherfuckers. So, hi, how are you?
3: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
0: Doing not too bad actually with a new record coming out um i just have a few brief questions about who came up with the idea of it and uh if you are the mastermind behind the whole thing
3: of course yeah fire away
0: um so who came up with the with, with the idea of the album and um when did it actually start when did when did the um idea grow up grow on you
3: well what um Originally, this idea was something that Chuck, that I, I didn't come up with this. This was like a team thing. It's actually been in the works for a year or two, I believe. But um, the whole concept was that Chuck told me he, when he was at the veltager last year, I believe, with Roy, or it was either when he was at the Veldaga or when he was in he was in Oslo. Um, he and Roy were kicking around ideas, like, right around the time we um, were kicking around ideas, like, you know, like, you know, we should do something that's, you know, pretty, like, heavily grassroots involved in, you know, like, another tribute album, possibly to Turbo Negro, and they kind of, you know, came up with, like, bands and ideas that they'd want to do, and then... uh I think it was Chuck or it was Roy. He, they said, uh, "How about we just we just call it Omega Motherfuckers?" And then that's when like you know the seeds were planted. And I wasn't brought on it on this thing until I want to say November after I saw after I saw Turbo play in Austin, Texas at Fun 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 Fest, and I met Chuck and I met Juan, and uh, Al and I headed out over there, and you know I met like a lot of the big cats in the um, the United States, uh, Ukean crew, and. um... <laughs> uh, they found out about my background cuz I work in the music business and I uh I played in punk rock bands that work for uh, you know punk rock record labels and um you know Turbo my favorite band and they found out about this and ch- you know Chuck and Juan brought me backstage and they just said like we had this idea that we want to bring you on board for I'm like okay cool well they kind of gave me the rundown and I was a bit skeptical at first because i would never been involved with something this international <laughs> before. Okay. And then when I flew when I flew into L. A. the uh, after the fest, Chuck calls me up and he goes like I've just administrated you to like you know a secret web page on Facebook that I want you to like take a look at and get to know for a little bit and you'll see like why we're gonna be you know why this idea is possible to come into you know feasibility. So I did and I didn't even know like how big this thing was like there's a whole team of people who are involved in this album. Kidder, and it was just kidder. like, oh, you guys are kidding. <laughs> wow. All right. And okay. then he kind of gave me contacts, you know, talked to Andy McCullough, talked to Jan over in uh, Melbourne, hit up Roy, uh, hit up Kato in Oslo. And I just instantly made all these connections and went further beyond that. And then, yeah, uh, the more I learned about it, the more excited I got on it. And um, that's when I said, like, you know, I can get pretty big names on this album. You know, just give me the opportunity. And they said, yeah, fire away. Go ahead. And then next thing you know, uh, before I know it, I was managing this entire thing, and yeah, it's taken it's taken a lot of my time, but I've not I'm I, I'm having so much fun with it, and I really can't wait for it to be in people's hands. I mean, this, it's been nothing but great responses, like outside Turbo UGen too, because like, 'cause I've told a few people about it, and they're really excited, and yeah, no, I can't wait to get this thing physically released.
0: Okay, at what at what point did you involve the band Turbo Negro?
3: Um, involve them yeah well chuck is the one who takes care of like you know he's he's pretty much the leeway on that i know that they're aware of it tom has seen the cover artwork and he's stoked about it he even heard um some of the tracks i believe uh some of the artists told me they sent him some of the tracks and he got really excited about it even i i even got an email from um an la band called white flag and tom was mentioning i think that they were that the the omega album was coming out and then um Chuck, like, got brought into the conversation. He forwarded me the email, and he's just like, hey, this band wants to be part of the Tribute album. I'm just like, no, we have so many bands on here. <laughs> we can't do this. Like, the capacity is too much. But um, Turbo's, they've been involved. I mean, even when, um, when I was touring with uh, Turbo in Southern California and, like, you know, work, and, uh, working with them, uh, Rune even was mentioned about it. Like, he wanted to know an update on it. And, uh, yeah, so they're they're aware of it. And I don't know how aware they are, but, like, they know it's happening, and they're stoked.
0: It, it, it will be okay for the bands, so but there will not. Yeah, of course. Be
3: okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no problem.
0: So, um, how many bands will will be on the album? Can you uh, can you reveal that? A lot. Okay. <laughs> More than I
3: wanted, but it's gonna be a lot, and it's gonna be some cool acts.
0: It will be one album, or will it, will it be a double album? Can you reveal? Um,
3: that? It's gonna be a double. That's well, as much I- as I'll tell you.
0: Okay, that's a well. That that's information. Interesting. And the bands are are from all over the world. They're spread all over.
3: Yeah, it's a very worldly compilation. There's bands from all over, like all over the planet, on this.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you um say or uh, re- reveal any informations on the, the 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 kind of music that's played on it? Is it strictly punk rock? Is it uh, a mixture of maybe various styles of
3: music? Uh, it's a mixture. That's as far as I'll go. I mean, I told uh. Every single band, you know, this is much information I'll give you on that. Like, I told every single band, don't don't copy, don't mimic this song. It, like, as it's played, this is, you know, make it your own. Like, mm-hmm. and every band has come up with something great. And I am i couldn't be happier with it, seriously.
0: So um, Alpha Motherfuckers covered basically the older Turbo Negro songs, because at that time, Alpha Alpha Motherfucker came out I think in June of two thousand and one. This was the date when, when they released. Really, when the, obviously the band was um um split up and um or at least not that active and uh, so that they, um bands from all over the world uh, back on the Alpha Motherfuckers I'm talking, um him him played on it and various other international artists um played some songs on it. And, um do you get them? um the idea. What is it, what is the scope of the whole project? Is it um is it going to be a a fancy collector's item for two Hugans? Do you think, or will that be a um a a an album that, you, that is supposed to get out in the in the music world and and, and wreak some havoc there?
3: Well, there's actually a two, there's actually a two answer there's actually two answers to that. Um, this album is, it's kind of like, it's almost like a sample in a way for the record label that um, we work on, that we work, we work pretty much, which is called self Destructor Records. And it was an idea that was conceived by uh, Tearwolf over in St. Paul, Minnesota. He's part of the Pig's Eye chapter. They're usually on these labels label for his band, the Progenitors, who are actually going to be on the album as kind of just a vehicle to help get his uh, his music out. Eventually, it became something bigger than he he thought it would be. Those were his words because when I was brought in, I pretty much put this thing like, all right, let's go full 100% on this thing. Like, I know what to do. I can do this. And, um, yeah, it was his idea. And originally, it was we're going to be using this just as a vehicle to help carry this label and get it out there. Because we're putting out and we've got this band called Against the Grain from um, – uh, Detroit, Michigan, that are, you know, they're just a speed rock band a la, you know, Zeke and Peter Pan Speed Rock, Fu Manchu. And I even sent some of their stuff over to um, Suburban Records and um, the Peter Pan Speed Rock guys. And they're like flirting with the idea of like, well, maybe they should come to Eindhoven next year and play the Speed Rock Festival. And then I'm like, yes, maybe they should, <laughs> or they definitely should. But, um, yeah, we're using this. We're using this as you know, we're we're using the Omega compilation as kind of like you know a way to showcase uh, the late as a way to showcase label some of the bands that are on it, just to you know help get that out there and push it out. Um And also, we're using it as a way just to you know have ter- bands just bands who are fans of Turbo Negro, or you know bands who are in Turbo Yugen, like who want to just show share their passion for the band. We're using this as a vehicle for them because I mean, let's. They're Turbo Negro. I mean, they're the. There's no band like that. There's the Kiss Army, but that's just for weekend warriors. Turbo, Turbo, yugen Turbo Negro. Like these, we, we do stuff that is grassroots. Like we're anti-corporate and we get stuff done. I mean, there's nothing like this band ever, and it's really cool to like you know when, when we when we first talked about it, like, we reached out to bands, even bands that were like quote unquote big, but like not big on like a macro concept in the music industry. Their reaction was. Like nothing but like excitement. Like I can't believe we're doing this. Like there's no money involved. It was like what? You, like what's the track list? Like let me choose my track. And it was just like yeah, dude, go ahead, of course. But um, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. So to answer so your question, so it's a way to Go choose. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it's a. Way to, you know, I encourage everyone check out our Facebook page and like see artists and you know hit me up or hit up Chuck and we can send you some stuff that like, you don't see on there. Um, you know, some digital downloads and everything. Cause we've got some physical releases. We also got some stuff on iTunes and Spotify, but it's also a way to showcase, you know, pe- people's passion of turbo, uh, of turbo Negro. And like, just, you know, cause the label we're, we're trying, we are, we are a turbo Ugin label. There's no doubt about that. And like, we're going to, we, we just want to help out, you know, brothers and sisters who are you know involved in the music scene that are also part of turbo Ugin that, really want to uh do something and you know get their music out there so we're there to help them out any way we can
0: great concept but would you say when you uh listen to or talk about the songs uh are they can you tell um the the listeners will there be only um old cover songs old turbo uh negro cover songs or old um also one of the newer records i'm talking about the party animals and retalk
3: Hmm? The most information I'll give you on that is the concept is, and just so people can expect it for their knowledge, alpha motherfuckers dealt with everything from hot cars up to apocalypse dudes. We're a continuation of that. We're dealing with everything from Scandinavian leather up to sexual harassment. So everything from the reunion back in the early 2000s up to Tony's rise. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Awesome, awesome information. And yeah. uh, can, you, can you give the people um, a hint where they could get the, the record eventually when it's out and when it's, it's coming? Be, and, and when it's, it's coming out?
3: It's going to be available at Velterba Yugentaga. That's going to be our release date. There's no other. There's no better way to release this thing. And um, after that, we're going to be distributing it and selling it through uh, the Shop Turbo website. And uh, a few months from then, we're going to. We're we're throwing the idea of pressing the vinyl as well. So, yeah, but uh, Velturbo-Ugantaga, that's the release date. And, um, you know, a lot of the people who are participating on it, they're going to be there. So it's a great way to celebrate them and also celebrate the music of Turbo Negra. So will people be
0: um, able to get the record in Hamburg at the Velturbo-Ugantaga?
3: Yes, absolutely. Yes.
0: Where should they go to to get it? To get a copy of it?
3: We haven't really coordinated those logistics out just yet, but talk to me next week and we'll have some information on that. I know we're, we're going to press it and then we're going to ship it out over there, and we're just going to have a few. We're going to have a few people who are involved, just set up shop and just you know we'll give them like some promo materials and just say hey you know a DJ can spin it or uh, you know someone could play it over the PA and there's going to be a self-destructive uh, booth. I hope so. <laughs> set up. And yeah, yeah, you know, you know we'll uh, we'll be yeah. dealing from
0: there. I mean, I, I'll be there, and there, and I know that, uh, especially um, during um, early or late afternoons, there's always that, you know, the place probably at Shlemaik where uh, oh, you yeah. can gather during the day. This is oh, yeah. maybe, maybe that's a good point because at night, as I know the Yugans, if they uh, buy something at night, there's a um, like a less than 50% chance of them keeping keeping <laughs> keeping it during the during, during the. The heat of the night. So, but you, you'll, you'll 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 um um come um, um along with an uh, idea how to distribute it in at the Beltsu Week and we're all. Very much <laughs> yeah, looking Chuck, forward to, to to getting it.
3: Yeah, Chuck. I have actually talked about that, and um, I'm aware of that I've never I haven't been to Hamburg yet. I plan to go in 2014. That's like one of my biggest goal. I, I've seen pictures of it. I really want to go so bad. I've, I've talked to so many people you know, online and through uh, email and like, I love all those guys, like the, you know, all you guys over there who like say, well, you got to come over to Hamburg. It's like, yeah, I know, man, but like, <laughs> I can't afford it at the moment, but I will definitely see there in 2014. Um Yeah, that's the thing. Um, what is it? Uh, I'm very, we're very aware of like, you know, just people at the Schlemmerack, um, just pounding beers and forgetting stuff. From what I understand, though, is like, <laughs> Al's told me so many stories. Like, it's almost like whenever I go to his pad, it's always like him, like sitting outside, like his place, like a beer in hand. And he just likes to gather around and like let me tell you stories of a magical place and called Hamburg and like this bar called the Schlemmerick and <laughs> like yeah. as soon as you go there, you're not gonna remember the next three days. I'm like this sounds awesome.
0: Exactly, but okay, then again, if people lo- lose the records at night, it's like with the sailor hats. Uh, yeah. there was, there's a business model with, um, uh, behind the, the sailor hats because people would buy it, go to a concert and lose it five minutes later, and they have to buy another one. So that maybe that helps uh, for the for the for the um, omega motherfuckers as well. So people will have yeah. to uh, buy two copies, and with them buying two copies, or buy them uh, if they buy two copies. You'll be probably earning so much money, so you can uh, put it, uh, go to the bank with it, and. Uh, um,
3: uh, we're not looking to do that. Yeah, we're not, we're not looking to like rip off anybody. Like, if I, anything, I, like, like if anything, just bring someone with them; they can like trust and skip. I together. know. I
0: just, I just want to make sure that you come to Hamburg in 2014 because you've sold so <laughs> many, so many CDs. You know, that's what I'm aiming at. So, all right. So those informations were really interesting. We'll be. Um, uh, happily awaiting the presentation of the, um, of the record in Hamburg at the Weltturbo Jugendtage. It was a uh, great talking to you. And, um, I hope to talk to you very, very soon.
3: Dan, thank you so much for the opportunity. Cheers to you.
0: Sure. Cheers.
3: Turbo Jugend. World. Why?
0: Yes, I'm shifting over to. Los Angeles now, I have a big L on the phone, and um, I heard that uh, Turbo was touring the US pretty much uh, the, the last few uh, weeks, and um, how many concerts did you actually see?
4: Well, uh I just want to say hello, Dan, it's good to talk to you. Um, I ended up seeing, seeing them four times in six days. I went to... Uh, I saw him in Denver and then I saw him in Orange County, California. It's uh it's right outside Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him in San Diego. And then the next day I drove to Las Vegas for the punk rock bowling uh oh, yeah. music festival. So like four times in 6 days and uh, minimal sleep and a lot of partying but uh you know I'm uh I'm good like that.
0: <laughs> okay so how um how was the uh, how many Yugans showed up and in, uh, in in the like in those, those- not small towns but not too big towns in, in 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 California was it was it a Yugen thing or was it most more like a music thing with with all all sorts of people joining
4: no there's, uh, there's plenty of Yugen. uh Denver's got a really good chapter and then uh, Fort Collins which is uh it's about an hour north from Denver they're they've been around for a long time so uh yeah I was treated like royalty i mean they're they're so wonderful. I've known the guys from Fort Collins for a good eight years, you know, and then uh, mm-hmm. Chuck and Lay, um, they live just right outside Fort Collins, so I I, I went to the the factory where um, where they're doing the cutes now. And uh, but, like, uh, can, yeah, can, t- I, can
0: can 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 you give a big uh, description? How 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 is that a big place or how how can we imagine that?
4: It's it's it, what as far as the the, the town or.
0: Well, just the Coupe Factory, is that a big It's
4: re- It's really small. I mean, I guess how how they're doing it now, Um, they're doing the jackets in Guadalajara, Mexico, with uh, Juan from Santa Nica. So they, they do everything over there except for the warrior name and the bottom rocker mm-hmm. of the country or city that you're from. And then so they do that. In Laporte, Colorado, which is right outside Fort Collins, that's where um, where uh, Chuck lives. So that's what they do there. So that's they do the finishing touches in Colorado. Mm-hmm. They put the Warrior name and then the bottom rocker, and then um, they ship it out to where wherever it's going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. At
0: the, and at, at the concerts, uh, would uh, would like many new Eugen showing up, or mostly yeah, the, but, the old guys? You know.
4: There, there were some new ones. As a matter of fact, um we uh, presented some jackets to some new members at the show, which is pretty cool. You're during was, the
0: concert. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so they got their coupties at the concert. There were some kids from Calgary that were there. Uh there were some uh, new members from Denver and Fort Collins that also got their jackets, so that was pretty cool.
0: Were and, many 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 Ugans traveling from all over the States, like from over like across country?
4: Uh let's see. For the Denver show there was uh there was from Colorado uh Colorado, I mean I'm sorry, from uh Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say for the LA shows, yeah. There was some people from Norway, kids from Toronto, uh from the East Coast, you know, and then Las Vegas, they were from all over the place. I mean, we had uh from uh England and uh uh East Coast, uh let's see, uh Baltimore and Pittsburgh and Ohio and and Washington D.C. and Georgia from all over the country, you know. So Las Vegas is phenomenal. I mean, we just ah. we had at least a hundred, over a hundred Eugens, and
2: really, we,
4: we yeah. had a fantastic time. And we were about as well behaved as you can be. Um, but uh... yeah, it was it was it was a phenomenal time, and, and the music was great, and hanging out with the band and everything. It's so it's always, and,
0: and, always and, 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 In in Vegas, um, uh, I mean, I heard the lineup was pretty impressive. Uh, uh, What what, what bands were playing there actually? Was it Bad Religion?
4: Oh yeah. What was it? Uh, It was three days. Saturday, I think they had. uh, It was like the Damned, uh, Devo, uh, the Briggs, Channel Three, a bunch of other bands. And then Sunday was uh, Bad Religion was headlining, and then. Turbo Negro and uh I forget the other bands. I really didn't give a shit about the other bands. Yeah. And then and then Monday was uh Subhumans and Black Flag. That that was pretty awesome. So uh yeah, it was a good lineup of bands and just uh mainly for me is just hanging out with the Yugen. Yeah. You know, I mean that's I mean, of course, I love the band and the music and everything, but for me, it's it's it, my main thing is just hanging out with all the unions So I don't get to see. I mean, the Facebook thing is okay, but in the flesh and blood, it's so much better.
0: Seeing them in live and, and in and in person. Um, what was the? Yes. How many people turned up at the Vegas show?
4: At the like, uh, was it's it a really
0: big thing? Where, where did they play in Vegas? In a, in a yes. uh, casino? now?
4: No, no, they played like in a giant dirt lot. It's on the old section of las, of las vegas uh it's called uh the i guess the Fremont street area but <clears throat> but I guess this is the this is the fifteenth uh, anniversary of it and stuff and, and <clears throat> excuse me, it was only my first time going, but um as far as it, it was thousands of people i mean uh mm-hmm. but you could, yeah we had we had at least over a hundred say hundred and twenty Ugin, i mean representing and uh yeah, it was uh it was a phenomenal time.
0: <laughs> so it must be um like if it's a, over 100 you get like members or yugans? No, members. Absolutely,
4: basically. absolutely uh, the, like jacket worn. Yeah. We had at least around 100 to 120. There was a whole bunch of us from from all over the country and uh there were some new members as well, but um it was uh, we had a great time. I mean, we were all stuck together and we looked impressive and
0: uh that's you know. that, that's, uh, that's the that's the main thing and yes. uh, would you consider the, the the concert in vegas was it close to can you uh, compare it to the the of the Ugentage in hamburg or is it still a different thing
4: it's it's still kind of different i mean i think uh the Jugendtag in, in hamburg is i think it's more intimate you know but because vegas is so big and spread out but i mean as as far as like something that's similar to it, it it's it's kind of close because you know we're, we're allowed to drink alcohol on the streets in Las Vegas, you know, yeah, just like just like uh, St. Pauli, but um, no, yeah, Vegas is fantastic. But I mean, for me, I mean, nothing compares to, to Hamburg. I mean, it, it's just you know, I mean, you know about it. I mean, oh. it, it's it's something very special. So, um, uh, to compare them both, they're both different, but I mean, they're similar, fun, but nothing, nothing compares to St. Pauli. Yeah. I mean, it's uh- I yeah. was just,
0: I was just thinking that because uh, you, you mentioned that you're allowed to drink uh, in the streets in Vegas because uh, well it's a it's a more liberal town seemingly is it yeah. is it still you know more from a from the perspective of of law is it uh, easier in Hamburg than in 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 Vegas uh, or is the is the police stricter in uh, in, uh, in in Vegas than in Hamburg or or do you get good do you get away with more things in Hamburg do you think
4: yeah, it's might be a little stricter, but I mean, as, I mean, as long as you're behaved, as long as you don't act like an idiot, you know, they, uh-huh. they don't mess with you. And and they also they don't have any clocks in Las Vegas. If if you want, if you're looking for the time, you're not going to find it because uh, yeah. the, to- the town doesn't sleep. It's twenty four seven all the time. So, uh,
0: so did you have did you have any jugends going hitting the casino and being being all like in, in denim and and, and a casino yeah. in denim? How was that? Oh yeah.
4: Absolutely, because, like, uh, you know, we stayed in the casinos, and, uh, you know, to walk towards your room, there's slot machines, and there's there's tables everywhere, so, I mean, <clears throat> the, the temptation is there, but I was, you know, I, I had just, uh, you know, I, I've already seen them, like, God, like, my fourth time, and I was just kind of on a budget, I just had money for, uh, for beer, and that, that was pretty much it, so... I just stuck to a beer diet the whole time down there. And well,
0: that's that's health, that's healthier than, than than liquor because I heard that when you're playing, as long as you're playing, they serve you drinks for free. Is that would, yes. they, would they do that to you guys as well? Because they probably can tell that that they will drink a lot. Well,
4: oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, money is green like any other money. So uh, yeah, as long as you're playing, yeah, you could uh, yeah they serve you free drinks, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, but. Yeah, it was uh Vegas was uh was pretty amazing, Dan. Uh I highly uh recommend uh a lot of my European Uyghur friends or brothers and sisters to uh to go next year.
0: Is, it, is uh, that is that uh thing in Vegas gonna um take place again or was it was it yes. just a one time thing?
4: No, no, this was the fifteenth anniversary. So uh yeah, apparently it's been going on for a long time and uh I was gonna go last year but I I ended up going to Atlanta to hang out with Gary and all the Atlanta Yugans. So, uh, but yeah, I, I really want to go again next year and, uh, you know, and, and have more people like, you know, Yugans from Europe, if they want to fly into LA, they could stay with me and then, uh, we could fly over there or, or just rent a car and all go together, you know.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Did you, did you, um, drive all the way with the car or did you, how did you go, uh, go around in California?
4: Yeah, I drove, uh, yeah, oh, I flew to Denver, but, uh, when I was back in California, I, I drove to the Orange County show and the San Diego show. And then I drove to Vegas as well. Mm. And, uh, luckily I had the following week off to recuperate. It was, uh, wow, lots of drinking and like all night. And, but th- th- for me, it's like, this is training. It's all training for Hamburg. I mean, so. Exactly. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've survived Hamburg a few times already, so I I, I think if I could survive St. Paul, I could survive anything.
0: That sure is right. Um, how, how did this, the the sets change from town to town? Did they did they always play the same songs, or how, or did they um, like use different old songs?
4: Yeah, the, I think every night the sets varied. I mean, they they would mix in like a few like three or four different songs, but. Uh, Mainly, you know, they played, you know, a good portion of the new stuff, but then, of course, you know, stuff off Apocalypse Dudes and Ask Cobra and and uh, Scandinavian Leather and Party Animals and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, did, did yeah. Play, it was, I'm did, sorry?
0: Did they play any new songs, uh, which they plan to put on another album, a new album?
4: Um, like If you if noticed. <laughs> Yeah, no, nothing new. I mean, nothing newer than uh, sexual harassment. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, you know, I hung out with the guys. I haven't even thought of asking them that. But, um, maybe, uh, in Hamburg, I, I might ask them that. But, uh, this album, it's only been out for a year. So, um, you no, know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's, there's going to be some newer, uh, material in the works. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be more, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Which, yeah, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, always looking forward to new material.
0: How was the response to Tony as a, as, a uh, as the new singer? I mean, it's not new, obviously, but maybe for some people showing up at the shows in the U.S.
4: Yeah. Having known
0: Hank only so far. Yeah,
4: uh, exactly. Um, I think the the reaction was fantastic. Uh, you know, there was a – I didn't get to go to the Los Angeles show because I was in Vegas. It kind of bummed me out because that's my town, but uh, – I heard, I heard some of the people are the, you know they're all they're used to Hank and they're not used to Tony but I mean they need to get acclimated I mean he's one of us he's a Yugen and uh you know he used to sing in that band The Dukes of Nothing and he also did press work for the band like 10 years ago and he was uh, president of one of the most active chapters in Europe uh which is London mm-hmm. and so um, I I think he's fine I mean it, that his raw voice, uh, gives them an edge, you know, it takes them back to, to, you know, between Ask Cobra and Apocalypse dudes right in that realm, you know, it gives them a nice kick, you know, and, um, and the guy's a gentleman. And, uh, I, sure I, is. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoy the new, the new lineup. Um, and, uh, you know, runes back and, and Tommy's, you know, a great addition. He was a drum tech for a long time and, you know, um, i i they sounded fantastic
0: yeah great uh, good to hear that uh, turbo lands in the u s a and succeeds um and uh, thanks uh, thanks al for the hint also for next year for the uh, extravaganza in Vegas do you know if
4: turbo is gonna gonna play there i'm not I'm not sure yet but um I hope so I really hope so um yeah we are we're gonna we're gonna find out soon um but I would assume you know that they would play again i mean, cause, uh and maybe they could do like another short US tour because I think they only played uh let's see, they played Chicago, New York, Denver, Orange County, San Diego, LA, and Vegas. That's all they played. So um I'm hoping they come back again maybe uh a latter part of the year or next year. I have a yeah. good feeling they, I have a good feeling they will.
0: I guess just that uh, they would they will let us know and um well, you can be sure that I'll be probably going down and flying over the uh Atlantic to catch uh, this Vegas extravaganza because I heard only the best things of it, all right? Big Al, thank, thank you so much for talking to us. We'll do that every month from now. To yeah, give a pl- answer, d- to give us a brief update from the, the UGNs in the States and what's, uh, what's happening there.
4: Absolutely, absolutely Dan. It's uh, my pleasure. And if you come next year, you can stay at my place. Forget uh, forget hotels. I, I, I sure will. Yeah, <laughs> no lock, problem.
0: lock the ladies away. Here comes you, handsome Dan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, brother. All right, bro. Thank you for talking to
0: me, and um, here you next next month, actually.
4: Anytime. I'm here for you, brother. All right. Take care, Al. Okay, Dan. You too. Bye. All right, bye.
0: This has been... The first episode of Thruberjugend Radio The new monthly podcast for all the Thruberjugends worldwide We will be trying to get back to you in uh, 4 weeks In the meantime we will be taking our microphones to Hamburg um, To the Welt Thruberjugend Tage And we will try to catch as many sounds and information about the the 3 days in Hamburg And we will try to hook you up with all the information And the gossip of course that happened in the streets of St. Pauli um, Next time we will also have a discussion for you and we will talk to you to um, uh, Pandemon666 uh, who is residing in Mexico uh, in the, um, and as a head of uh, Trubyugan Satanica So, to end this episode um, tune up your um, speakers for the Truby Jugend Gnam's only and finest Dengue who is doing a uh, tribute, you can, tribute song uh, covering Billy Bragg and New England. So, turn up the volume and open up for Bengal. No matter where you're from or who you are, being equal friends, that's
3: what we are. People always ask us what this is about. We all love music and to party hard and loud. Because it's our pride, our uniform It's denim that has to be worn Button patches and our warrior name In this blue
2: Once every year we all hear the call. Hamburg City, wise us all. Fathers and sisters are far away. What else could be better than some party for a weekend to stay? Labor, all
4: night no long. Fischmarkt in the morning, you can't go wrong. Fred Schlemmerzack, beer is the choice. Herbert Straße. Sorry, only for. You can save my life United and dead if we stay I have just one thing to say to of all you can save my life There's nothing more to say
0: Just another perfect
4: day
0: Just another perfect day
4: Just another perfect day